Hello, and welcome back. You are listening to the Better Days Ahead podcast with me, your host, Dr. Aria Young. For those who don't know me, I'm a licensed naturopathic integrative doctor, and I specialize in mental health, and I'm on my own healing and self-betterment journey as well, which I share and I talk about so I can help others who are on their own journey so they don't feel so alone in what they're going through. The reason why I'm so passionate about this is because there have been so many times throughout this process that I'm like, oh, fuck, I fucked up, or this can't be right, this can't be part of the journey, and I get really kind of freaked out for a second and I feel like I maybe I'm on the wrong path or I'm not doing it right. And then every time I am able to get validation from someone who is on their own journey, you can just be like, nope, you. this is part of the process. Nope, this is the way that it goes. And I can just, I can more openly talk about some of the trials and the tribulations that this journey possesses. I feel so much better. So that's why I'm so passionate about this. And I really appreciate every single one of you for being here. I realized actually tonight there's been a pretty significant increase in the amount of listeners on this podcast, which is super exciting. So if you're a newbie, welcome. I'm so excited you're here. And if you're an existing listener, thank you for coming back. Okay. Without further ado, you've heard it before. I know you have. It turns out you don't really need to be in a place with your life where everything is going the way you want it to and things are perfect or relatively close to it, in order to feel good and genuinely happy. You want to experience it, but you haven't figured out yet how to. Is it possible or is everyone lying through their teeth? Today, I, a total fucking, in parentheses, recovering perfectionist, and someone who is medically professionally trained to look for problems, want to talk about how I've been able to achieve more of this in my life. When I was 13, I thought if I didn't have eating disorders anymore that I'd be happy. And then at 15, I thought if I just didn't have grade four cystic acne that I'd be happy. And then at 18, I thought if I just had friends who cared about me, I'd be happy. And then at 25, I thought as long as I become a doctor, I'll be happy. And then at 27, I thought as long as I get over this breakup, I'll be happy. So on and so forth. Blah, blah, blah. Is any of this relatable to you? Does it sound relatable to you? I kept thinking if I got this milestone or that milestone, this this thing that I wanted to obtain in any way, shape, or form, that that would finally make me be happy. I was accidentally depriving myself of permission to be proud, grateful, and appreciative of myself and where I was at in life exactly as things were because I kept seeing all of these things, these other external things as obstacles and problems. I almost was thinking that like me not obtaining this milestone was an obstacle and a problem in and of itself. I was robbing myself of immediate fulfillment from my life and happiness and accidentally believing that the way life currently was, was flawed. And because of that, I needed the next thing in order to finally be happy. I was creating a narrative I had to wait to be happy and I could only be happy if this idea of what should make me happy was finally obtained. Once all my little fucking ducks were in a little fucking row and if everything wasn't perfect or ideal in my eyes, I couldn't be happy. I couldn't justify being that way just with the way that things were just in my life without anything else, just exactly as things were. Additionally, I used to exclusively use external sources to obtain a feeling of happiness, but when I actually got the thing I thought I wanted so much, it didn't really do what I thought it would. 
And this is something I've talked about in depth on my socials and previously on this podcast as well in previous episodes where I was externalizing my happiness thinking outside things would translate to inside changes and that outside things would make me feel more fulfilled and more peaceful and more grounded. And I did it because I felt like I wasn't in control of my life and that things were just happening to me. A lot of the changes life brought also brought a lot of upset and a lot of pain and trauma. And this fear of the unknown and fear of change really took flight over the course of my life. And I coped by trying to control what went on around me in hopes I could stop upsetting things from happening and thinking that controlling these external factors was the only way to feel safe in my body and feel okay ever. Something that's actually coming to mind that I read recently, I'm not gonna take credit for this, I have no idea who said it, I'm sorry, I don't have things in front of me to look this up either, but I read this thing recently that says, grief is a change that we didn't want. And I was like, oh, holy shit, finally somebody put it into words. And that I think applies here too. There are all these changes that I didn't want and it brought such heavy and just these gutting feelings. And I just, I didn't want to feel it. I still don't want to feel it, but I I understand things a little bit more now and I've got more tools in my tool belt to navigate it. But I, I couldn't stand that feeling of just this heavy grief all the time. So once I realized first that I was trying to control external factors, thinking that it would translate to feeling better about my life and about myself. And then I learned why I was doing it. And then I learned to change it. I have felt far more empowered. And when we feel more empowered, we feel like we are more in control. Ironic, huh? That I was doing it all backwards. (laughs) But we tend to look to our external environment to provide what we desire but are lacking inside thinking these outside sources will fill the void, will fix the discomfort, or they'll solve the questions that we have. We can also tend to think our external environment is the reason why we feel uncomfortable or unfulfilled or unhappy. And then by changing it, that it will allow us to feel more of the emotions we actually want to feel. And guess what? Plot twist. How we feel internally actually dictates our external environment and our perception on it. So once you learn to trust in yourself and feel safer in your body and learn about yourself more, you realize it's all it's always been about you. It all comes back to you and your beliefs and your values and the relationship you have with yourself and not really what goes on around you. So all of that has been really important for me to generally feel more happy in life. But of course, there are other components too, which is the main topic of today's podcast. I realize I just went off on a fucking tangent, but it's fine. I think that that'll still be helpful for some people. And it's a recap of uh, other things I've said on my socials and on previous podcast episodes. Okay. You guys know you need to work out regularly if you want to maintain a certain physique, right? You guys also know I care a lot about mental health. And I believe in order to maintain it requires regular workouts, so to speak, as well. That's why I want to talk about 59 Breaths, the workout for your nervous system. 59 Breaths is an app that helps improve your mental health, control your stress, improve your sleep, as well as a lot of other awesome benefits through breath work. I love it too for when I start to notice I'm getting anxious and revved up. It's a great way to bring me back into my body and the present moment and to re-regulate my nervous system. Plus, you can track your progress over the course of time and see how much more resilient to stress you're actually becoming. Pretty cool, huh? Looking for an easy, fast, convenient way to feel better if you're having a moment? Give it a try. Go to 59breaths.app slash Dr. Aria Young. 
That's 59breaths.app slash D-R-A-R-I-A-Y-O-U-N-G. I will also have the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get back to the episode. So recently, after what feels like forever, I've actually begun to feel like myself again way more often. And dare I say, happy. Actually, it's funny I just said that. That reminds me of some material I was watching where Brene Brown was talking. And if you guys don't know who Brene Brown is, you totally should. She is a wealth of knowledge. She's incredible. She has her PhD, I believe, in social work. And she's just a wealth of knowledge. She studies empathy and shame and vulnerability and courage. And I have learned so much through her about emotions and human behavior in general. So if you're looking for more like self-help material and more material, Material to accompany you on your healing and self-betterment journey, I would totally recommend her. But anyway, she was talking about the fact that joy is one of the most terrifying emotions for people to feel. Reason being because they think it's going to get taken away. And it just dawned on me how much that's applied to my life over the course of time. So when I say, dare I say happy, I'm sure there's still an element of gloom and doom. Like, oh, you know, is it going to change? Old habits die hard, but hey, I'm working on it. But Many of you know I went through a traumatizing and endlessly horrible breakup at the end of 2021, and since then I've been building myself back up from ground level, essentially, because although I've been actively healing and working on myself since 2020, that breakup just kind of wiped everything out. It was like we, I had wiped everything out at uh, at the end of 2020, and I started building, and then it was just like a bomb went off and blew everything to pieces, and I'm like, okay, well... Time to build back up. So that's what I've been doing since yeah, end of 2021. So initially, I really thought if I worked on myself enough, then happiness would just come or I was actively looking for happiness by moving what I perceived to be obstacles out of my way for a while and thinking that, oh, my happiness is just being blocked by problems that I have in my life. I got to get got, got to get the problems out. And so then I thought, okay, well, if I solved enough of the problems in my life, then I'd be happy. Kind of what I was alluding to a minute ago when I had talked about the fact if I thought, hey, at this age, I thought if I had this, then I'd be happy. And then it, it never worked. It was like I was just chasing this, oh, I need to obtain this thing in order to be happy. And then it just followed me my entire life until pretty much when I was about 30 almost or right before. So I mean, sure, some of my problems getting solved help improve my happiness a bit because the more I worked on the big problems, the less there were, right? If we have less problems in our life, we're probably going to be less stressed and happier, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. I can understand that. Um, Then it was only smaller problems I worried about and smaller problems are easier to manage, right? Less stress, less emotional turmoil. So there was some elevation in my well-being overall because I had gotten the big stuff out of the way, but it still didn't get me to where I really wanted to be. Turns out just problem solving wasn't the solution here. It really wasn't making me happy and it never would because I was never going to be happy if I was still in some way, shape, or form focusing on my problems, big or small. I wasn't going to be happy if I was in problem solving mode. Does that make sense? Because my focus was still on the obstacles in my life. And see, we're wired this way to focus on problems. It's not even just me being medically trained that just focuses on problems because that's how I help people get well. It's also because fundamentally, all of us, we're creatures of survival. It's not a character flaw. It's by design that we focus on what can threaten our safety and our freedom. But again, we can't really be happy if we're always looking at our, over our shoulder and wondering when the next shoe is going to drop, right? 
if, if the shoe is going to drop? Is this going to be the time that it drops? No. So instead, we have to focus on what's going right in order to shift how we feel about our reality. Otherwise, we're never going to feel like we can come to the surface for air. It's always going to feel like we're just we're, we're, we're drowning and we're just trying to get there. We can start to gain momentum by starting to focus on what's going right and let it snowball into much bigger changes. So remember what you place your attention on is what you're going to see more of and draw more of in to your life. Gratitude has been what's gotten me to a real place of happiness on top of all of the other things that I've had to put into place, right? Like shifting the fact that I thought I was just a product of my environment and I was kind of like a victim and I couldn't make any real change in my life because I was just subject to what was going on around me. But but hold on, hold on, hold on, because I feel like every time we talk about gratitude, there's kind of this, this mixed uh, response to it. Um, so before you tune me out, hear me out. I know the whole quote unquote, just be grateful or be positive thing is so overused in a dismissive way when it comes to those who struggle with their mental health. It's just like saying, change your mindset and any other catchy saying that lacks real understanding or real empathy for how heavy life can sometimes be, which renders gratitude sort of a challenge sometimes, okay? And I mean, technically, very technically saying, change your mindset or be grateful or be happy isn't necessarily untrue, but I'll tell you it's fucking unhelpful. And there are usually steps most of us have to take in order to really achieve such a thing. So just know I don't mean this in like a shitty dismissive way. I have been on the receiving end of such crappy advice. I would never give that same advice to you guys. So now allow me to continue. Gratitude makes us feel more empowered and is not about being happy as long as you have a specific thing or specific people in your life or as long as life is going a particular way as you perceive it to need to go. It's really about being appreciative and honoring the presence of these things in your life, but not letting them define you and not placing your worth or your emotional state in these things. And it's about being able to do this whether there are certain things that are in your life or not. It's like being able to appreciate and observe them from a third person point of view and just honoring the fact that they are in your life, but not making them part of you or making them dictate your emotional state. It's being able to honor them for what they are, for whatever role they play in your life or the amount of time that they may be around. It's appreciating the experience without clutching onto it. Um, there, in a research article called The Association Between Gratitude and Depression, a meta-analysis from the University of New England in Australia, a defined correlation between higher gratitude and reduced depression was found. And in the article, Gratitude and Health, an updated review, as found in the Journal of Positive Psychology, it was found that gratitude can reduce diastolic blood pressure, reduce biomarkers for stress and inflammation, and also improve sleep quality. So this isn't just like a woo-woo bullshit propaganda thing. It's actually scientifically measured. It's very much so got medical backing to it. Gratitude has been something I've been working on for a while. Since my heart was smashed and after my most recent breakup, I found it challenging to be grateful for anything because I was just hurting so bad and it was so hard to focus on anything except for what was causing me pain. But even after the pain subsided and things got better, I still wasn't happy. I basically went back to like almost a neutral state, but life still felt 
kind of lackluster and just very whatever, even though I was still working on myself. I had to start to really celebrate and honor where I was at and be grateful of the changes that have happened. My life in so many ways isn't where I necessarily want it to be, and I actually feel like finally that's okay. I'm so grateful for what's going right as well as what isn't going wrong anymore. I'm able to be able to get out of bed in the morning even when I'm still tired. I'm grateful I feel hungry again and eat normally. Well, you know, usually. We all have our days. But but there was a time I couldn't get out of bed for weeks. Well, really months, but I just started really forcing myself after a certain point. But there was a time that I could not get out of bed for like long periods of time because I was just, I felt completely fucking broken. I never felt hungry because I was so anxious and nauseous and overwhelmed. And even when I tried to eat, I would just feel sick. I was just so sad. I don't feel like that anymore. I'm grateful I'm not still with someone who lied to me for a year straight and then just left. But I'm also grateful for what I do have like how cool my job is and the fact that I get to help people in the way that I do. Like it's so fulfilling. I have a really good fucking group of friends who actually love me and give a shit about me and show me that they love me and give a shit about me and they don't just like tell me. I feel safe and really seen by them. I've started getting a lot more secure in my relationship with God and my spirituality as a whole, which has taken two years of real dedication to finally start to see and feel There are a lot of things going right, even if there are plenty of things that some could say are wrong or just suboptimal or need tending to in my life. But there will always be those things. And if I focus on that stuff forever, I'm never going to be able to feel happy for all the good that's in my life because the wrong will always get the limelight. They'll always get the front seat of my attention. And it's been important not to compare other people and what their life looks like to mine It's been important to work on myself in this whole, I don't think I'm good enough wound and therefore trying to overcompensate with status and achievements and activities or fill my life with other things and attempts to put a bandaid over that wound and kind of numb it versus really working on it and healing it and being like, why don't you think you're good enough? (laughs) Let's unpack that for fuck's sake. Let's not take on something else and think that this is going to be the thing that finally constitutes you being good enough. What is it? Why don't we feel that way? Let's sit in that for a second. This is an ongoing process, uh, but it doesn't need to be perfectly healed to still be able to have an impact on my life. Even just the process itself has made major, major changes. And I feel a lot more joy now. And you're never going to be fully healed realistically anyway. So shooting for the, oh, things need to be perfect before I can feel good about myself or I can feel joy in life, X, Y, and Z. It's just it's not going to work. You're just going to be too hypercritical and cynical as a result. So it took me a long time to finally have glimpses of actually being happy, especially and even without having certain things or certain changes in my life to get me here. But I did. Sometimes it's things like spending time with my dog who was on her deathbed last summer that brings a smile of gratitude to my face. But it's even the little things in the day that I'm realizing I'm more routinely grateful for now too. Like, Something as simple as my workday going smoothly, just there not being any road bumps in the day. I just hope this provides hope. And if you're on your way, but the process is exhausting and weighing on you, just don't give up. Go with it. Keep at it. Let it all unfold. I know as well as anyone, the dark seasons can be long, but they do get better if you let them. And you're never alone in what you're going through. 
it's not to say you can't have your moments when you feel like you need to give the world the middle fucking finger. Like life hits hard sometimes, man. And it's okay to be angry and pissed or upset or whatever your process is when that happens. But try to make sure to highlight what's going right as well. Gratitude journaling, gratitude lists, especially when you first wake up in the morning or as part of a morning routine, can be a really helpful addition to any mindfulness or mental health exercises and regular mental health hygiene in general. So maybe give it a try and see if it's helpful for you in any way and allows you to reframe how you're looking at your life to see it through a more full and fulfilled lens. If you would like one-on-one help and want me to help you with your mental health healing journey, or if you'd like to work with me for anything health-related, you absolutely can. You can schedule with me using the link in the podcast description. Lastly, be kind to animals, please spay and neuter your pets, and adopt, don't shop. Thank you for being here. Thanks for making the world a better place. And if today's podcast episode resonated with you, please consider subscribing to the podcast and rating it five stars. Thank you.